The music industry is tough and an almost impossible task for DJs to make an impact with all the competition out there. But not for this guy. In two years, he's managed to perform at massive venues, produced tracks, and has a huge following on Instagram. Introducing the one and only Danny Oliver. Danny has performed in Ibiza, Amsterdam, Scotland, Ministry of Sound, Clockwork Orange, Printworks, Egg, and is a resident at one of my favorite events, Torture Garden, and many more. An exciting chat about what it's really like to be in the industry and how being an expressive performer really does make all the difference. I couldn't think of a better guest for my New Year's Eve special. Let's go. So Danny, what's your favourite part of being a DJ? Making people happy. Everyone's come to listen to music, right? So your job is to play good music. But sometimes you've got to go on a different journey with your music, depending on what people are in front of you. Yeah. When I go to raves, generally you want to listen to good music. So Yeah, definitely. Yeah, the DJ is a major part of that. And it's mostly sort of a rave type scenario that yes. you're playing at, isn't it? Yeah. So you're on the stage and everyone's looking at you. You're it must feel point. amazing. Yeah, that's feel good, yeah. So when I go to a rave, which does happen, well, not as much as it used to, mm -hmm. but it's it's all about looking at the DJ. When you're going to a nightclub, there's music on in the background, but you're getting on with your night. But when you're yes. going to a rave to see a DJ, you Generally, are the focus. You are the focus, yeah. Everyone's looking yeah. forward. So how would you describe your style of music? I generally like playing a lot of vocals in my music because when I first started DJing, I DJed at Prism in Kingston to the youngsters and to get people dancing generally you need the girls to dance so you need a bit of vocal in it something they know and then once you've got them in then you can start changing yourself i generally play mm. tech house but vocal tech house generally re-edits or remixes of stuff that's really good actually because i know what you're saying like the the women we are going to stand up with the vocals and sing along yeah, sing and feel along. connected to and if you the get songs. if you get girls dancing then guys will come on the dance floor. <laughs> you know, if you're playing music that girls can't sing to or can't relate to, you're on a dead dance floor. Tech house, it's really, it's probably one of my favourite types of house. Yeah. It's just got a bit more, bit more, bit more to, to it, it yeah. a bit more wallop, as my yeah, husband would say. A bit more bass. <laughs> Did you always have a love for music or was it something that developed recently in terms of being a DJ? Uh, I've always loved music, but it, it wasn't until I went to a wedding in Ibiza I was single, started talking to her on Facebook. <laughs> she came over to our beef for the weekend, went to a rave, <laughs> and then fell in love with house music again. And then that was seven years ago. Okay. And then I bought my son a set of decks. He wanted to learn a DJ. I had a friend that was a DJ. COVID happened. What was to do? Teach myself how to DJ. And that was two years ago. So self-taught. Self, well, sort of self-taught. And then I went to Camden to DJ school to learn how to use the equipment and then just practiced generally every night for the last two years, constant. But it's got to be practice, 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 practice. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, it does look quite complicated to And then just learning the craft. Like yeah. Yeah, if, if you look at the decks, there is a lot of buttons to it. So you do generally need, that's why I went to London Sound Academy to learn the equipment. Because if you get put yeah. in front of equipment, you don't know what nothing does. 
there's loads of buttons in there that probably I still don't know what to use, <laughs> but they just stay there. It could be quite overwhelming, I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, to look at it. All the lights yeah. lighting up at you. Yeah. So what was the thing that made your career take off? Because you've got a massive following on Instagram already. When you think that you started over COVID, it's not been that long. It's not been that long. So I started, so it was two years ago, my first gig in July, I think it had been two years. So I started DJing, played a few local gigs, then got booked to play in Reading for a, a small promotion company. And then my ex-wife knew someone, that knew the manager of Prism in Kingston. So she messaged him saying, oh, Danny's a uh, DJ, can they have a warm-up? He said yes. Went down a Saturday and closed Prism's main room in Kingston and met the DJ there called Ardell. Loved it. He loved what I'd done. So he asked me back to be his warm-up. But it turned out to be he is part of Pink Panda, which is ranked 61 in the world of DJs. So then I become friends with him. He he gave me loads of like tips and things to to move my career forward quicker than what it normally would because he's been doing it 15 years so he's given me mm. tips and stuff then started making music getting bigger gigs then got the radio and then got bigger gigs still on the radio and now i'm here the talking things, to you there we go but things don't just happen like that i mean obviously it is a bit of who you know but i think that you're hungry for it right oh, i'm hungry for it yeah 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 i think that's why i've got the we're getting divorced <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> maybe i was out too much yeah, well, do you know, if you're... But if I'm going to go for something, yeah. I'm going all in. Mm. All in. What's the point of just coasting? If I'm going to do something, I want to be the best there. So what do you do? Because you are you do something during the day and you're I'm, DJ by night. I lay floors by day. Yeah. Yep. Six days a week. DJ by night. So that day. transition would be hard for your, your ex-wife or for any partner because you're going from day work to suddenly working nights, unsociable hours. You're yep. then tired. And when you're doing something like music, it's taking you on such a journey. And if someone isn't on that journey with you, they can get left behind. It does happen a lot. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say that she, she would come out with me. I didn't say I left, left her behind. I think it's just at the beginning, I was out all the time because I was taking gigs, taking gigs. And they put a strain on a relationship. But that wasn't the only, way, the only reason why we broke up. There's lots of reasons. Mm. But I'm not going to not follow a dream because she resents it when she actually bought me DJ lessons. Right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be good at something or just, just playing a conservatory. But she you... didn't mind when we were planning big gigs and she gets to go for nothing, she gets free drinks. Like, <laughs> yeah. But being successful, it does mean putting everything into it. Everything into it, yeah. And everything. you leave a lot of people behind when you put everything you into stuff. You do. I mean, do you think that music, specifically raving, is really, really beneficial for, like, your state of mind for your body just for your mood because I know when I go raving even if I was to go completely sober I have this this buzz where oh, I'm just I feel just really really happy and that can last for days and days and days that's just music in general isn't it like, yeah but going to a rave where you like there could be 10,000 people 5,000 people that all going for the same reason to enjoy music it does give you a buzz mm. if you're on me being a DJ or being a raver Exactly the same thing. Yeah. So, yeah, it does. If, if you're having a bad day and you listen to music, generally it makes you happy, right? Yeah, for so. sure. So do you have any inspiration for your tracks? How do you go about making a track? I generally have ideas at night. Well, at night. when I'm trying to sleep. 
and then wake up in the middle of the night thinking, oh, that'd be a good idea. And then go to the dining room table and start. Most of my music is made by samples on Splice and Loop Cloud and then make my own drum rack sometimes. And But generally I put samples together and then find vocal hooks and stuff like that and then just start to make a track. And then because I'm only new at it, I'll get to, I'll get, I'll get to a track to about 78% and then I'll get help from Ardell, my friend, which I'll send to him. He sorts, sorts my alignment out on the track sometimes and then he'll master it and then send it back to me. Nice. So yeah, I've only been doing it a year and a half, producing wise. So it's still lace to learn, still mm. hard. So yeah, I get it to seventy eight percent. He helps me. He gets it across the line for me, and then you send it to labels, and you hope for the best. You hope for that one track that's going to make you noticeable, like yeah, to sell you to the next level as a DJ. Mm. When you say you get an idea, what what is the idea? Is it is it like a melody? Or Gen- is it just- generally. Most of my tracks come from like old music, like from eighties tracks and stuff like that. Nice. Yeah, I'm an eighties girl, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> so generally, something like that, and then I'll start with, I'll find the track that I liked, and then put a beat over it, put some drums over it, progression over it, and stuff like that, and then work with it. Then sometimes even take that track away and then just carry on where I was going with the track. Oh, nice. So it was almost like the foundation of it. The foundation, but it sparked yeah. the idea, and yeah, you yeah. carry on going. Carry on going, yeah. That's amazing. So, I love that. Yeah, fingers crossed. Well, I'll make one that makes me a hit. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> Who knows? I love your music. <laughs> Who knows? So, where do you perform? Um, I'm a resident of Torch Gardens. Um, I own my own with my friend Louis, the Solace, which we do local parties in Hemel. We've done a, like a big warehouse rave in Hemel, done a festival in Hemel, and then generally I play for Clockwork Orange in Ibiza, Printworks, and Chelmsford. Generally promoters will contact me now that I'm at the stage where they contact me booking me I'm not chasing so much yeah so yeah it's a bit of everything really but they're from yeah they're big venues really big gigs yeah I played played at Printworks which is massive for Clockwork Orange Torch Gardens Ministry of Sound Scala Electroworks yeah I played at some big venues yeah Ibiza Cova Centre for Clockwork Orange that's amazing wow yes (laughs) I mean, that's why I wanted to have you on as a guest is because mm. you've just come out of nowhere. It was just suddenly you were there. And I remember I went to Torture Garden and the music, it's, it is housey, but it goes quite techno. I mean, it used to be like drum and bass at the end of the night, so, mm. but it doesn't really do that anymore. But you really stuck out in my mind. I'm quite different to all the other DJs at Torture Garden. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's more, it's, it's bouncy, happy, yet grimy at the same time, which I really, really love mm. that balance. But not just that, it's how you perform. Some people stand with the DJ decks and yeah, they are head just head, head down. And I don't really connect with DJs. I mean, obviously, they're probably doing really hard mixes and I get it. But I really do connect with a DJ who is bouncing around, having the time of their life like like you. Generally, I think you've got to connect with people, right? And yeah. if you're, it looks like you're having fun, they can be having fun. Mm. Even a lot of my friends, even they're, they're people that stand down and look at their decks and not look up. But you've got to connect with people, right? So, you do. Yeah. Yeah. I jump around, arms out, <laughs> have fun. <laughs> I've seen it. Yeah. But it's, it is so, it's so great. I mean, it's like a performance. It's not just about what you're hearing. It's about what you're seeing yeah, as you're, well. Yeah, you are a performer. Right? Yeah. I think DJ-wise now, 
because of Instagram and social media, you actually got to become a performer because everyone films you. You really you can't talk to others, but mm. generally, yeah, when you're out, people will for will film you. So if you're just standing with your head down, it's not really a good video, is it? No, so just no. I would just carry on scrolling. Yeah, sometimes act like a fool. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best way. Of course, yeah. It's the best way. Yeah. Can't take things too seriously. Right. Dance in life. like no one's watching. Yes, yeah. yes. I love that. So, how do you keep things fresh when you're creating your music? I have to do that. I have to download new because I'm on the radio. I have to music every week because I can't really play the same. There is a few tracks that I play in my sets, but. I've got. I'm downloading music every week or making tracks. I'll probably make one track a month, maybe. But I've got to scroll through so much music because I've got to put the new music on. And if I'm playing a gig, I've got new music for that. It's quite expensive being a DJ. Yeah. If you if you buy music, I found there's like, there is websites like DJ pools where you pay a monthly subscription, you can download as much as you want. But they're generally like re-edits and stuff like that. It's not really new music. So yeah. But I've got, I'm downloading all the time. So that's how I keep it fresh because I'm, I'm literally new music all the time and my husband when he was doing his stint in djing which is why the decks are nice yeah. <laughs> so he was always buying new tracks i think it was on record box record box is where we analyze it oh is that okay yeah. okay beatport beatport tracks that's it yeah well you can buy off itunes and stuff like that but you have to put it in record box to analyze yeah. the music. but downloading i mean then it's not a lot each track but Add them all up. I mean, Add them up. I think I've got 4,000 tracks in my USBs. Well, that's four grand if you charge a pound <gasps> each. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But you're getting the return through the gigs that you're yeah, doing. Yeah, but when you first start DJing, promoters want you to play for nothing because they say it's advertising you, but you might have £100 worth of music that you had to download. Yeah. Who's paying for that? Yeah, very true. At, at the beginning, like when you start DJing, you don't mind playing for nothing, for nothing because you like playing out, but it does get to a stage where you think, I won't go to work for nothing. So why would I buy my DJ for nothing? Yeah. I'm not going out, traveling, buying new music for that set, and then them saying, oh, we haven't got a budget. Why are you putting an event on them? Yeah, that's very true. There is a lot of promoters that will try their luck and try mm. and get you for nothing. Like they'll pay for the bigger DJs, but not so much for the smaller yeah. ones. And... But we're still the same. Yeah. We're still going to work. It is work for us. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's hard. When mm. you first start as a DJ, it's hard. It's still hard for me now. I'm still trying to get gigs that are well paid. It's hard because there's so many DJs and so many DJs will play for nothing still. Do you think that that is hindering the profession in general when people are going, you know, there must Pro- have been promo- someone that promo- says... Promoters, I think, hinder it. But then obviously DJs are, oh, I'll play, I'll play, but they're playing for nothing. Yeah, because they're just desperate to play at the venue that's there. I mean, yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a bad thing to get onto because i guess if you're known as the person that does it for free how do you then get onto get on, paid getting work? paid yeah it is yeah. hard yeah like at the beginning i was djing for nothing and i think my first paid gig was towards gardens oh but that's a really good first paid yeah gig. Good, yeah yeah so i snapped this and snapped down his hand off when he said i'm gonna pay you <laughs> and that was two years ago and i think i must have played over 20 gigs for them now in ibiza in scotland Amazing. london this is good really really good my God. I mean, I think, mod- is it modeling? Yeah, it's modeling that some models will go, oh, I'll do, I'll do this for free or for minimum cost. Yeah, so yeah. when I got into modeling, that's why my career and it was so short. So I thought, 
it's not that much money. I thought mm. that you could sort of have a fixed fee and then do something, yeah. but then be like, oh, well, this this model's charging me much less. And then they go with them. You're no, like, oh, yeah. I really wanted that gig. But yeah. it goes to someone else that's charging, charging less that. money. Yeah. yeah. And it all comes down to people doing it for next to nothing to get jobs. Yeah, which must be hard because when you have such a passion for music and dance, you know, all of that, it's... You know, it's trying to you keep do, that alive. I do well, it for the love of it. Yes, of but course. It still costs travel. Hmm. Still costs to download music and stuff like that. So it yeah. does warrant a lit uh, some sort of payment. They say I oh, can get you one free person in, right? Oh, brilliant! But I've travelled from Hertfordshire to London, done a gig for an hour, hour and a half, and I get one free drink. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I guess people going to raves don't think about that. They just see the DJ performing and that's as far as their mind goes. Yeah. But I think it's good for people to know that it is hard grind. It is, yeah. And a lot of DJs mm. say the same thing, that there's too many DJs down it saying they'll do it for nothing. Because mm. it puts everyone else in. We can't then say, oh, we want 250 quid, 350 quid, and then be like, well, we can get two DJs for nothing. So what do you think makes you that little bit different? I'm a bit quirky, aren't I? <laughs> I'd agree with that. Yeah. But there's wear, something there's wear more. stupid coats, wear stupid hats. Yeah. Be colourful generally. So stand, just just standing, standing out. Standing out, yeah. yeah. You gotta stand out from the crowd, right? Mm, definitely. Yeah. If a hundred people are wearing black, I'm gonna wear red. Yes. Yeah. So when I when I look at the decks, um, and when I'm at a rave looking at the decks, if I'm lucky enough to be on the stage. Everyone wants to be on the stage. Oh, everybody wants everyone to be. Wants oh. to be everyone wants a backstage pass. <laughs> everyone wants a backstage pass. I think that's why I, that's actually why I called my podcast yeah. the backstage pass. Everyone wants that. Yeah. And I don't know why. <laughs> you know what? Neither do it's I. It's not great up there. No, you go in sort of the green room and you, you get to meet some of the DJs, but it's the music's not as loud, it's not as fun. Yeah, not, I'd rather be on the floor. Yeah, it's not great, but everyone seems to want to have a backstage pass. Yeah. 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 I mean, I was actually at a rave. I think it was Peach in Coco. Yeah. So I was like, I just came up with the idea. I was like, but it wasn't backstage pass that I had. It was a triple A pass. But I was just like, do you know what? That would be a really good name for my podcast. And then there I know. And there we go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> but yeah, going back to that, I mean, it looks so, so complicated to learn. Have you played any instruments in the past? No instruments. So how did you get your musicality? Maybe it's just running through my bones. I don't know. I've Probably. Played, yeah. Do you have a history of musical in your no, family? No one. No, no one. No, no one. But your mixes, they're so good. They're so seamless. Maybe it's because you've loved music for such a long Maybe. time. Maybe. Just, I'm just talented. <laughs> You're just talented. <laughs> no, no, Some I, people I, just I, have I, it. Yeah. I even, yeah. People say that I'm a good DJ, but then I don't think I am. I just think sometimes I wing it. But, yeah. Maybe winging it has got me as far, I suppose. I don't know. I'm, I must have some sort of talent, right? But You do. But you're always going to put yourself down, right? Are you self-critical? Would yeah, of you, course, yeah. Would you say you're a perfectionist? I wouldn't say I was a perfectionist, but I will criticise myself on things. And then because I'm obviously a radio show on Wednesdays on Centre Force, I can listen back to the shows. And then during it, you think, oh, yeah, that was the right mix. And you listen back and go, oh, that's terrible. Yeah, but here's what it is. It's live, right? And you yeah. make mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes. Yeah, we're human. Yeah. I don't like it when people are at a rave and there's a the mix that's slightly out and then people go, oh, I'm just like, hang on a second. Yeah. Give people a people chance. People are overcritical. 
waves. But a lot, lot of DJs are overcritical. They go clang that one, didn't you? Oh. But we're human. You're going to make mistakes yeah. during and an hour set. And a lot of DJs are drunk when they do it as well. Oh, really? See, that was me thinking that they were like on no, form. See, it's the only job you can get drunk and get paid for. <laughs> <laughs> It's good to know. I'm going to be looking out for the drunk DJs on stage next drunk, time. There's a lot of drunk DJs. <laughs> a lot of drunk DJs. So do you, do you find that being critical affects your performance or is it something that is your drive to keep you on your toes? Oh, it's the drive. Everyone makes mistakes, so that's just is what it is. It's the, the drive of I want to be better. I want to get better gigs. Mm. So it's just a drive. Everyone makes mistakes in life, good and bad. But generally, if you do a set for an hour and a half, if 90% of it's good, that's what people are going to remember. They're not going to remember that you clanged one song or two songs or you started. Generally, it's generally when you start, because I don't get nervous, but a lot of DJs get nervous when they start. It's the first couple of tracks when you're mixing. It's just like warming up. You're warming up to it because you go in cold. Mm -hmm. So after a couple of tracks, then you're fine. It's generally the first few tracks. I'd say that if you're going to mix badly, it's going to be the first free track. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. I get that. I've always thought the DJs are taking me on a journey, but actually it's started a little bit easy. Yeah, they're on a journey warm, themselves. Warm up yeah. and then go for it. Go for it, yeah. yeah. We're warming up ourselves. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to go in straight away and you've not mixed for maybe a day or so and then go in. So is it something you have to practice daily? I used to practice daily. I don't so much anymore because I played radio and I'm generally gigs at weekends. I might put the decks on at home maybe once a week, but I'm DJing two hours on a Wednesday, maybe two hours on a Friday, hour on a Saturday. So I'm playing all the time anyway, mm. so I'm always practicing. Yeah. And I'm always on my laptop with music. It's not like I'm not having no music and then just playing. I'm always downloading music, maybe making music, making re-edits, stuff like that. So where would you like to be in your career in the next few years have you got a goal my my goal was always to play at one of the big clubs in ibiza which one ashwire high or amnesia right yeah if i do that i'll, I'll retire I'll <laughs> really yeah. once i play there i'm done <laughs> oh no but i've always said that I'm, once i hit 50 i'm done anyway so i've got nine eight years since my birthday in two weeks i've got eight years to get there and once i hit 50 i'm stopping Regardless, I might, I'll do it at home and stuff, but regardless, gigging wise, I'm stopping at 50. What's your reason behind that? Because there's other things to do in life. I'm going to have a good run at it. I'll be 10 years going at it hard. And then after that, I'll have new directions. Good. Another new hobby to do. Yeah. To take over my life. <laughs> but generally, yeah, where I want to be, I want to be making more music, get on the radio. If I can get on Radio 1 with any music, it would be great. And then big clubs in Ibiza. That would it's be amazing. Amazing, right? Yeah. I mean, I guess if when you hit 50, you'd be like, do I want to be up all night? No. Maybe it's not so good for your for your health. Yeah, you know, because at the minute, like, I don't sleep a lot. How many hours do you get a night? Four max. That's not a lot. No. Do you, do you, do you <laughs> find that the lifestyle is really fast paced? Do you find that when you go to bed, even when you do have that time, your mind is just busy? If you're playing music... On the evenings that you're, say, say I play on Friday or Saturday, when you get home, you can't sleep because your ears are still ringing from the music and you're still on a buzz. Generally, when you're playing music as a DJ, it's like 
someone said, I see on Instagram, someone says, like, I'm playing at Tetris at level 100. Because your mind is constantly thinking, what next track to do? What's your transition going to be on the track? Are you, bring, are you using three decks? What vocals are you going to use? Are they having fun? And then when you come off after two hours, hour and a half, everyone wants to talk to you, but you're like so wired from doing what you're doing. And then you get home and you're still in that come down of yeah. all that stuff going on in your brain. I could just picture that, but yeah, you just, it's just busy, 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 organized chaos. The deck looks quite busy, right? See yeah. The in a minute. Yeah. And all them lighting up when it's darker there and you're concentrating for two hours. I only genuinely like DJing for an hour because I go all out for the hour and then I'm done. But some DJs go like all night long as like, I How? Haven't got, I haven't got all night long in me. How do they do that? <laughs> yeah. How do they do that? Yeah. God. Do you wear the um the noise counsellors like for your No, I like oh. it loud. I like it loud. <laughs> so do I. But then yeah. I get home and it's just yeah, like that ringing. It's it's awful. It's awful, yeah. I don't know about you, but the last few songs that I've heard in the night, it's repeating mm. on my mind. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm trying to switch off and go yeah. to sleep. But then that song is just Repeating, coming yeah. into my mind so it must yeah, be a different level of that for being the dj yeah and i generally have the booth really now so. oh. <laughs> <laughs> i like it now but obviously you shouldn't have it too loud because it damages your hearing and mm. that's what the ringing is right yeah damages for yeah damage i mean i remember after coming home from a performance doing ballet i would like try and go to sleep and I would keep doing either the step that i hadn't done quite right or the step that i'd done well yeah you think and i just that. kept doing the same routine or there would be the music i remember it being the sugar plum fairy and the nutcracker it was just playing <laughs> on repeats and i was like candy shut up just, want to sleep. Like, just let me sleep i was like that when i used to play football when i was younger when you're going from football on a like a midweek game you can't sleep because your adrenaline's up so it's maybe of a dj your adrenaline's high yeah. or a dancer yeah so when you get home you can't switch off for at least an hour hour and a half before you eventually mm. get to sleep I guess it's just developing a a sweeping style, if you like, like knowing I can't sleep for the first hour and a half when I get home. So I'm not going to go to bed or have a bath I'm, or like I'm wind not down. Home. I'm not going to go home straight from a gig. I'm going to stay out and get more drunk. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's not winding down there. Winding down. But I've actually stopped drinking when I'm DJ now because you, you find yourself, you drink a lot of time for the, yeah. sake, for the sake of drinking. And I only drink to get drunk. I don't, I don't enjoy drinking. I drink to have fun. So okay. I wouldn't. I don't drink at home. Don't drink midweek. So when I was going DJing, I'd drink for the sake of drinking. But I've stopped that now. Well, past three months, I've stopped that. Do you feel better in yourself for that? Uh, a little bit, but then you can't have the same interaction with people if you're not drunk because they're all drunk. So it is easier being drunk DJ. I get it. I mean, being on the same level, yeah. like I do. I do see what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't drink at home. That's why my drinks cabinet is just full to the brim, yeah. you know. Because I get, <laughs> I get bottles for Christmas and birthdays, mm. and I'm like, that will go in the cabinet. And I just don't, don't have parties. I need to have a party, and I'll need so a DJ. Yeah, DJ. Two DJs yeah. go back, to, go back, to, back, back, to, back. back to back. Back to back. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever done that gigs where you're doing back to back? Yes, quite a few times recently. My Clockwork Orange gigs. Back to back with a guy called Mikey Slade. You have to go back to back with people that suited, suited your style because I can't, you can't, I'm a tech house, you can't really go and play with someone that goes, it's a normal standard house DJ or mm. 
Do you no. Know, or Deep House. You're going to have to play some sort of... So I've got friends that I can DJ with and I can go back to back with because they're the same style and we play this sort of music, which makes it easier. But your mixing styles would be slightly different, right? Or Always. You... So how how is that transitioning so from you... one to the other? All depends what's the what, what you agree with. Some DJs like doing one each. So I'll play a song, you play a song each. We do two each or three each. Mm-hmm. I generally like to do two each because then when you do one each, I'll, I'll bring it... I'll put a track on, but then you're going to want to change your, the track pretty quickly because you want to bring your music in. So if you do two, yeah. you've at least you've got one whole track and then half another mm. one before the DJ, the DJ plays his music. And also you get to you get to mix from mix. one track to another that you yes. like, and then it's instead track, of mixing track out. His, and then... yeah, instead of mixing his track into your track. Yeah. Because you don't know what he's going to play. Oh, do you not plan that? No. Ooh. Wing it. <laughs> be really nervous of that i would want to know exactly what, then, what they're playing yeah so you you have to pick your track on the style what he's picked so it's kind of hard i did not know that i thought yeah. that you would no, have planned the songs actually, that you were going um, to play going back to back with daryl price is now his dj then price on saturday done it back to back twice now then plan it go with it we'll wing it but that shows true talent surely because what, but winging it <laughs> No, but the fact that you can just mix out of any track, the unknown track that he's going to play. Yeah, yeah. It is is quite hard, but you just got to go with it. I think that's the thing that would make me nervous. Smile away. (laughs) It's okay, folks. Yeah. (laughs) That was a rubbish mix, it's fine. No, it is hard because you don't know what they're playing. But I'll have a a USB with tracks on it that I think think that he's sort of going to play. So you can sort of bounce off each other. What made you choose house music, tech house? I like the bass of tech house. Mm. I like to feel it in me. Even when I'm DJing at home, I'd have it really down so I can feel it so in when your you... soul. So it's really uh, heavy bass lines. Do you ever get like uh, goosebumps or your hair standing up on end? When I played at Printworks and I played Tina Turner, Simply the Best, was my last track I had everyone singing I had my big fur coat on it's on my Instagram yeah and, uh, yeah and everyone was singing it that was goosebumps and then everyone's trying to hug her and yeah. that's mag- my best moment as a DJ that is 100%. pure magic yeah and it was a risk like playing Tina Turner simply the best like in a in a club it was a it's a, a house remix of it but it's still a big could have gone terribly wrong the Tina Turner. Yeah, you can't exactly. go, oh, so, that yeah, must it have went been very amazing. Well. Yeah. That was my, that's my best feeling as a DJ. Everyone in front of me and singing, simply the best. So how many people were there? Uh, so it was in the dark room of Printworks. Probably three, like, three, four hundred people. That's a lot. A lot of people to be just there with their hands up, yeah, singing. Yeah. Singing, yeah. And you're responsible for responsible them for feeling that. that way. Yeah. Oh, so that's the that's best, amazing. best moment so far. That's amazing. I mean, I, I love, I love raving so much. I've been raving for years. I do plan to be raving with my kids in my late sixties with glow sticks. Oh, I yeah. absolutely love it. Music, just so powerful. And I really, really hope that you get to play for longer than fifty because I don't think I'd be done with listening to you. You've only just okay. come into the well, music just, yeah. world for another eight years. Another eight years. You never go know. hard or go home. Exactly. Yeah, eight exactly. years. So have you got so, any other plans besides music? Well, you're wearing my plans. <laughs> so, so tell me about it. So me and my girlfriend, 
we've been seeing each other five months, right? I said to her, I want to start a t-shirt company. And she's a fashion designer. Mm, nice. Designed for All Saints, like, uh, River Island, stuff like that. So we, we our first name was Wonky Wednesday. <laughs> I love that. Uh, she didn't like it. I liked it. It's funny. I liked it. She didn't like it. Yeah. Then we went out for a curry. And she's like, I don't really like Wonky Wednesday. We need another name. Friday Club originates from, when you work in like a tradesman and like that sort of thingy, a lot of tradesmen go out on a Thursday night. Yeah. And not go to work on a Friday. Ah. Friday Club. So people that can't wait for Friday to go out. <laughs> so that's where the, the name originated from. Then we had loads of different designs. We've been what I think we've only been working on it for four weeks since we got the Friday Club idea. Converted our garage. We just we got picked up last Friday, 35 promo t-shirts. Wasn't gonna sell any, but they sold out within three days. Amazing. So we just reordered. <laughs> but they're really good quality. They feel they feel nice. Like yeah, I, I mean, I'm, oh, I'm oh, loving oh. it. I'm wearing peach for anyone who's not no, <laughs> not Friday seeing club. it, but absolutely love it. It's yeah. very, very old well. school. Yeah, I will do. You'll see, <laughs> you'll see the back well. view when I'm yeah. on the decks. <laughs> but yeah, it's a really, it's a really good idea. And I just love how retro old school it is. It's really, really nice. Amazing quality. We were going premium. Yeah. Because I wanted to, well, I bought, I buy a lot of t-shirts because a lot of men, that's what we wear when we go Raven stuff or yeah. DJ and t-shirts. And you can buy it. A t-shirt that you wear once you wash it and it's crap <laughs> yeah yeah so we're, we're trying to go high premium cotton the printing we've got the best print out locally trying to keep everything locally and we've got so many ideas but the, you'll see behind the tongue one has just gone nuts everyone wants that so we've got a wait in this for the next stock so i think the next stock will sell out within a week it's really good so onwards and upwards I mean, like when I look at the T-shirt and the logo, I I just picture loads of people wearing it at a rave. Uh, right, I had right. a, I had a dream last night where they, it was just the logo was everywhere. It felt like it was maybe your night that was called the Friday Club. So Nikki is very knows? talented. Yeah, she's a designer. We come up with the ideas together, but she's the one that puts on a computer, gets everything ready to send to the printers. It's my job to send them. <laughs> I'm the promo guy. You're the promo guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Generally, I know a lot of people now to get him to. So I've got a DJ going to ADE next week in Amsterdam. He's going to wear a DJ doing his set. He's got a tour of Asia. So I can get it to DJs to get, then it gets more of a appeal to people because they're going to see DJs yeah. in it. Mm. So That's a really, really fantastic fingers way. Fingers crossed that I'll sell 100,000 t-shirts and become a millionaire. Amazing. That's the aim. That is the aim. That's, I, I think that's to, a realistic goal. I said to Nikki Bitchin, I'm two million quid. If we get a million, I'm two million quid. <laughs> so who knows, right? Well, the sky's the limit. Sky's you know, limit. the only and limit. We've got so many ideas. Quote. Yeah. But it seems the tongue at the minute is doing very well. Yeah, it's my favourite. And now we've just got to come up with other ideas to mm. top that. So hopefully, Friday Club is going to be everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Definitely. Danny, I've had an amazing time with you. Thanks. Absolutely amazing. <laughs> thank you. It's for been me. thank you. It's been my pleasure. Loved it. Now let's mix. Yeah, let's do <laughs> it. As it's the New Year's Eve special, I thought I'd give you something special. Listen to Danny Oliver's new track, Never Stop. I hope that you have the best New Year's celebrations. And my next podcast will be on the 15th of January. Don't miss it. <laughs>